హలో ఎవ్రీవాన్ అండ్ వెల్కమ్ బ్యాక్ టు ది సెకండ్ సీజన్ ఆఫ్ కమ్ బ్యాక్ మెనమలస్ పాడ్కాస్ట్ దిస్ సీజన్ వీ ఆర్ ఇన్వైటింగ్ ది ఇండియన్స్ హూ ఆర్ ఆల్రెడీ ఆన్ ద జర్నీ టు మెనమలస్ లైఫ్ స్టైల్ ఇఫ్ యూ ఆర్ అ రెగ్యులర్ లిస్నర్ ఐఎమ్ గ్లాడ్ దట్ యూ హేర్ అగైన్ అండ్ ఇఫ్ యూ న్యూ హేర్ లెట్ మీ ఇంట్రడ్యూస్ మై సెల్ఫ్ దిస్ ఇస్ యూర్ హోస్ టు పాస్నా అండ్ ఐఎమ్ హియర్ టు సింప్లిఫై మెనమలిజం ఫర్ ఆల్ ఆఫ్ అస్ డోంట్ వీ ఆల్ విష్ టు స్టార్ట్ అ లో వేజ్ జర్నీ but reason are saying that we don't have time today we have rashi with us who has a full time job and a kid to look after but a passion to follow low waste lifestyle did not fade with multiple responsibilities hope she inspires many of us so let's welcome her hello Hi. Hey Rashi. Welcome to Comeback Minimalist Podcast. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's early morning and we are talking. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm excited to start. So, let's begin with our first question. Uh so how and when you came across the term minimalism and what inspired you to bring this lifestyle shift? Mm that's a good question and I have to go back the memory lane for me to think about it because it has been almost um 6 years 5 to 6 years now that I came across the term minimalism uh, the term itself sounds quite a tongue twist uh, but uh, it was after the birth of my son I have a 6 year old and it was quite hectic life being a new mom and juggling with my job and home uh, so it was difficult to find time for anything that i wanted to do and just uh, on the way to my office and uh, during my long commute i was frustrated and i was looking for something on youtube and i found uh, for this very strange reason i found marie kondo and uh, i think people in the the sector of decluttering or minimalism would have heard of what her and her book the life changing magic of tidying up so yeah. basically my journey did not exactly start with minimalism it started with decluttering <clears throat> so decluttering was uh, really required for me at that point because i had a lot of stuffs and i did not know where to begin uh but also i felt her uh, book and the title itself was very daring enough to say that your life can change by just by tidying up and i can say that it did change to quite a bit extent and decluttering if i have to maintain it uh, then minimalism was intertwined i had to keep less stuffs to continue to be tidy in my house and i did not want to spend more time uh, in maintaining cleaning or repairing or replacing stuffs which i really didn't want so it was more of an uh, auditing and editing my things that i owned yeah if i answer your question yes yes truly so uh, when you said you found the book i think the book or the term found you because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes yeah it, the universe playing its trick yeah yes so how did it help you uh, in your journey being a mom and a full time corporate yeah mhm yeah so uh, i think it 
gave me immense a feeling of being light i don't know how else to explain it because um it many a times i had heard that the clutter inside your wardrobe can become the clutter inside your head so mm. it brought down my thoughts uh, it it streamlined my thoughts and i also have a bit of difficulty in uh, choosing things i am not so great at making decisions i'm a librarian and i'm a true librarian to my zodiac sign so <laughs> i i would rather have less things and just be happy with it starting from my life got simpler from uh, starting from the point of waking up in the morning and thinking what should i really wear and that's not a decision where i wanted to spend my thoughts on in the morning because there are a lot of other things to prioritize so it gave me more time and it gave me a perspective of uh, it actually kind of pushed me to think what do i really like what do i want to own and where do i really want to spend money mm-hmm. and sometimes decluttering can be really uh, invoking guilt because there are there were things with tag which i which i had to declutter and sorts but also i think where it led to minimalism um, and decluttering actually started a bit mindlessly for me mm-hmm. because i was just on the spree of remove everything throw away everything that's not needed and but then um i my sister actually helped me in getting the perspective of are you really doing it the right way think about it because um it's like is, is it just right to throw away is my garbage someone else's responsibility because donation is another dark area i think where we just keep giving away what we don't want but do we know the person on the other side do they really need it mm-hmm. because uh, it's not out of their wish that we are giving it's just i don't want so i'm giving so minimalism actually led to a bit of mindful living for me uh, as in i started with what i back then called zero waste lifestyle but i would just i think call it as low waste or sustainable living now all these tags and terms sounds fancy and i'm a bit skeptical about being put into the box of these tags uh, but i think yes it it led to a better mindful living and i had more time and i could pursue more hobbies that's nice yeah. that's nice so uh, how do you manage to follow the passion for low waste lifestyle and decluttering and simplifying your life because when you while you're running you hardly find any time to think about all these things so how do you manage yeah uh some things comes naturally and some i have to put some effort because i am um, not really fond of shopping so my emotional way of, my way of managing my emotions is uh, probably food which is not so great as well but i am not into shopping i don't like it so i don't find the need for it um and i think how do i manage also to keep things in check is before stepping out of the house or even before starting the online shopping to have a list and know what i am looking for and not just go blank because if i go blank there are always chances of bringing something which i don't want where very impulsive purchasing mm-hmm. and i think with um, uh, for me it all starts with refusing uh, yeah although there are these 3 hours of reduce reuse and re- recycle for 
definitely for me it starts with refusing to say no to what i don't want because i was one of this person who would go to conferences and seminar and <clears throat> and uh, collect the freebies but then i realized starting from a free pencil to a free pen none of this is actually free in the true sense it is resources and somewhere else uh, we are exploiting earth probably by mm-hmm. taking what i don't need so refuse is where it starts for me and um, then i have tried to adapt these things in my life by having um a sustainable menstruation so i use a menstrual cup so that itself brings down a lot of waste and i think two two or probably three things which helps me in bringing way less stuffs or putting out way less garbage from home is um, sustainable menstruation composting and um, also it helps to have my own garden in some ways uh, it it definitely gives me some pleasure and also it it um, turns my garbage it turns my waste into black gold is what i can say yeah <laughs> okay so you are into composting yeah right? yeah Okay. yes and you have a garden too yeah yes i do have a garden it is a relatively small one uh, but i i am i am a plant addict so i have to keep that in check two things in life where uh, i don't absolutely have minimalism is my plants and one place where i have kind of failed is uh, toys my child's toys where i don't really have a control yeah but i think you don't have to purge when it truly gives you a joy just in your case it's gardening so you don't have to exactly. purge plants yeah because that yeah. gives you purpose yeah. and happiness yeah the spark joy factor but the thing is it can get annoying for family something which is a pleasure for me may not be pleasure for others because <laughs> i bring so many uh, plants and i i'm sourcing so many plants but also it um, gardening and low waste also it's it's a bit tricky because when i'm buying things from nursery or um, even it could be online plant shopping mm-hmm. i will have to be a little mindful because of the packaging and the uh, tiny plastic pots that it comes in yeah. because they are not durable so i am someone who is still trying more for plant swaps and uh, just uh, swapping for cuttings and cutting. seeds yeah i do maintain my uh, own seeds uh, i let the plants mature and i get the seeds and i share seeds so this is what i'm doing uh, but yeah and also i think for uh, personal hygiene products or uh, things like uh, soap and shampoo and uh, deodorants and creams and makeup this was another area where of my life where i have changed drastically i don't buy any of these and nice. that also raise eyebrows because people who don't know they may think is she unhygienic but yeah, i have a lot of alternatives for all these yeah. products instead of buying because it that, all those also comes with a lot of packaging so yeah yes, that's how it is body care products have a huge contribution yeah. towards plastic right right so uh, as you say you do composting so what are mm-hmm. the struggles that come with composting because you never do it the right way at the in the first attempt yeah so yes. there are there are many struggles so can you yeah, yeah. yeah 
yeah so uh my way of composting is a bit from the opposite end i think because uh, for the people who've done composting maybe you would have heard of some terms like aerobic and anaerobic composting so there are basically two types where um, <clears throat> aerobic ones will involve uh, air oxygen being coming in contact with waste and anaerobic ones is like sealed tight there's no air contact in the first stage and the second stage has some air contact so that's the technical aspect of it and usually it is suggested for someone who's starting composting to start with aerobic uh, like a kamba or a bucket with a lot of holes in it and it involves some turning the waste and sorts but i wanted something which is easy um mm. just like a couple of minutes in uh, in the day and i lived with a bigger family back then and i did not want them to complain about the smell and also the time involvement should be less and that's how i chose anaerobic composting uh, it is also called bokashi composting so that's how i started um and there were a lot of struggles first starting with family the whole concept of segregating waste when i ask for wet waste and dry waste so initially it started with just me alone um, but also it won't work if it's one person doing that segregation is what i realized after some point so i owned the responsibility but it did involve a lot of um, kind of pushing them my family uh, also to say please separate and what is a wet waste although uh, it's a little surprising because i think uh, generations before us were good at naturally segregating and uh, just throwing things which are which could degrade decompose naturally they could throw things but now uh, sad part is we are all surrounded by concrete we don't have soil like that anymore we could where we could just throw Joy things and i mm-hmm. believe in ethical uh littering so yeah the family uh, aspect where they really thought that i'm unnecessarily doing things why don't you just uh, give it to the person who collects waste <laughs> and uh, then it started with segregating at me i tried giving away the waste and then they themselves questioned do you know that they may just go uh, to the next road the adjacent road and mix the wet waste and dry waste and that also triggered a thought that no maybe i should do something about the waste i can't put the whole responsibility on someone else mm-hmm. and i started composting and it was it started good in fact i bought some from online some buckets and i started but somewhere uh, down the composting journey uh, it turned bit of a mess i knew that there will be maggots and things but one such bucket i think i had not sealed it properly or something and there were a lot of maggots and somehow i think the universe really works like you mentioned for me the marie kondo book somehow before this incident happened i have uh, i had met one of the person here in my city who was who is a veteran in composting and she was conducting a class on uh, something related to making the powder bokashi powder which we need every time for composting i wanted to learn to make it by myself because i wanted to avoid buying it also one is the plastic and the cost of buying it often mm-hmm. so i learned from her and 
soon after i think a week or so after that when i was all prepped by making my own powder my whole compost system collapsed because it it had a very bad stink and there were a lot of maggots and i was literally shattered because i completely wanted to give up composting it was so bad the condition was really bad but i sent a message to this lady who was actually my mentor in that powder making and all and one message of hers i think it um, hit me back uh, or it helped me in taking Not back composting up. because yeah uh, she said it, it some things are very simple but it hits your heart she said i don't think you started walking soon after your birth you did fall you fell many times but you did not give up on it so you have to get up and you have to try again and hmm. trying will actually i think nothing in composting can um, no one can teach you composting but yourself your failures we we ourselves will learn the troubleshooting methods so i think that's how it was and after that i've learned and i think also i have grown a bit okay with the smell composting is demonized saying it smells stinks badly and but if done right i think it can only have two kinds of smell one is the vinegar smell which comes with an aerobic composting mm-hmm. and the second is the earthy smell which comes with almost done compost and it's beautiful there's nothing better than seeing your all the waste getting converted into that black gold is what they say and right. i completely believe in it also mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. same happened with me too i mean the same struggle i went through because in mm-hmm. my first attempt there were uh, you you won't believe there were maggots around the home <laughs> they were coming oh. out of the bucket yeah, yeah my kid uh, ran around asking what are these oh god <laughs> isn't filthy or uh, yeah dirty in any mm. because uh, insects are part of our lives there are so many around us so what's the fuss about maggots So, exactly totally we fine. have spiders and lizards and yes, all those yes. but i think i think it's just annoying. a tolerance <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's just our tolerance and somewhere we have uh, made humans or man into something superior and uh, we think we can just persist or live in this um, on this earth without these other beings being there but the truth but is, is opposite <laughs> <laughs> completely impossible exactly i think earth will thrive really well without humans but it's yeah, not the actually, other way around <laughs> actually this is this, this is something a stress every time you know so yeah that's lovely uh, to hear about your journey and your challenges rashi yeah thank you so much for sharing your uh, thoughts on this and your challenges thank you so much yeah. it was fun talking here i i hope it helps a few people who are trying their best in living a sustainable life or minimalism or whatever we can say i think just not to give up and to keep trying in whatever ways possible and not to carry the guilt on the days when we are not really following something that right. will help because so many people out there think that we we can't follow this lifestyle because we are into full time job or we have our own career to follow so i want to break this you know myth around minimalism yeah. and lowest lifestyle that you can follow it even if you have a job and uh, you have children to look after so that's why yeah, yeah your uh, opinion matters yeah yeah i think the why uh, 
matters a lot of why are we exactly doing it but also there are few things which um, <laughs> we shouldn't be doing like pushing the family too much i think mm-hmm. relationships matter and we need to uh, probably just stand as in uh, do things lead by example than uh, just keep persisting then, insisting them to mm-hmm. do things so yeah that yeah thank you thank you it was good to be here Bye. Your support is the only motivation that keeps me going. So subscribe to the channel and do rate us on iTunes and Podchaser. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you like today's episode then don't forget to check out other episodes on Comeback Minimalist podcast and yes don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you have any suggestions or feedback you can reach out to me through my social media handles comeback minimalist or instagram and facebook or you can mail me over comebackminimalist@gmail.com bye bye